what's up? This is your boy Nikki B coming through with a little podcast shit. Late night tip. I think it's like one something in the morning. It's me and my friend Mike. It's old spread and wide them over here. Deep inside him. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> so uh we're gonna start out with telling you this little story. So we ordered a pizza at ten forty two. It's 1.22 now. It took them three hours to deliver us one pizza. Right? Waited forever. Yeah. So, the crazy thing is, I guess I can't complain because it was a free pizza. Because I got my little points up and got the free pie and shit. Um, but when I called, uh, you know... Two hours went by, I was like, uh, something ain't right. So I called the number, and, and the guy I talked to, it sounded like he had been smoking weed or popping pills and shit. He was or drunk like, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, ah, all right, what, what was your address again? <laughs> and I was like, uh, can't say it out loud, you know, because I don't want people to show up at my house unless you're a female. You know, that'd be cool. <laughs> but, spread them on um, them. Yeah, spread them on them. <laughs> but uh, then he was like, oh, we're busy. We're making it right now. I was like, all right, that's cool. So they finally show up at the house, right? I look at the people, and the dude gets out of the car, and he's like walking like he done drink a 12-pack and three shots. And then he, he it looks like he's putting the pizza under my doormat. Because I said leave it on the door because it's Corona shit that's going on. I was like, I ain't trying to shake hands or nothing, right? And so I opened the door, pulled the pizza out. And I was like, oh shit, they done hooked us up. I got a little small ass medium pizza and a large pizza, right? So I come inside, I open the medium pizza box. And it's an empty fucking box. <laughs> <laughs> so he put like a, a empty box on the fucking door. Which didn't make no sense. But that shit was good, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> shit. Ate all but two pieces so far. Yeah, we got two pieces left. We'll probably eat those in a little bit. But, um... Yeah, it's crazy-ass shit going on right now with this corona shit. Everybody's staying at the house, and, you know, normally, on the weekend like this, we wouldn't be sitting in the house. We'd be, you know, out drinking and hanging out eating food and shit or whatever right yep yeah uh, <laughs> you know spending money which actually tonight has been pretty cheap with us just staying here at the house and shit but uh kind of weird not seeing anybody though yeah yeah it's weird because we used to like seeing everybody and they're like coming up saying what up and all that shit <clears throat> but uh Yep. I remember my first beer. <laughs> <laughs> so what, uh, like, so Mike, he, he works for the dialysis clinic downtown. You know, he works on the machines and shit. So what, what all have you guys been having to do down there, like, because of this, like, for prevention type shit? Well, when I show up for work every day, I gotta come in. Put some hand sanitizer on, grab a mask, put it on, 
have my temperature checked. The end of the day when I done with my shift, gotta have my temperature checked again, make sure I haven't any fever. So they do that, so that way the, the patients don't get sick and stuff? Yeah. They do pretty much the same with patients too. They check everything when they come in, they have to wear a mask. Yeah. So what if one of the patients was on dialysis but had corona too? Would he just be screwed or would y'all put him like in a room by himself or something? They'll still ruin him, but they do uh, extra precautions. They put a N95 mask on and Anyone taking care of them in that area has to have a special isolation gown. That's what's up. But I'm good for the most part because I work in the back. I don't work on the treatment floor with the patient, so I work on the machine. Are they doing their, like, social distance stuff over there? It's hard to do in dialysis clinic. On our treatment floor, we have 30 stations, and they're probably only about four feet apart. Down. So they need to be six feet apart. Technically. Technically they should be, but you can't do it in dialysis. So yeah, y'all just well you just making sure everybody stays clean and all that shit. Yep. They gotta have a mat everybody has to have a mask. All, you know, of course the employees have full lab coat, mask, gloves. Are you guys like short on, on stuff like that? Because of the pandemic? The, the mask, I have probably about 30 boxes on back order right now. Damn. So there are, are short on them. Yeah, well, how many you say? You got 30 patients? 30 stations, but we, we start at 4 in the morning and run four shifts. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday end at 2 in the morning. So what do people do like on the weekends? Do they come up there or do they just got to wait till Monday to come in there and do their dialysis? We don't have any dialysis on Saturday or Sunday. So them two days, they can just pretty much drink and hang out on them days, huh? <laughs> Whatever they do at home. <laughs> do you have patients like that that are on dialysis but they just can't put the drink now? There's probably some, but I don't know so much about what they do. I know they're supposed to be on special diets and stuff like that. Got to follow things. So. And so what do you do? I don't think they're able to drink. <clears throat> what do you do like at home and stuff like as far as you and the family? Like y'all uh, try not to like be hugging each other and stuff or you still hug each other and all that stuff? Still do the same. You know, when I get home from work, I make sure I change my clothes, shower and everything. Everybody's, you know, the kids and wife, they pretty much have, they're stuck at home right now. I'm the only one that gets out pretty much now. Yeah, you gotta like take them to the park or something like when it's by yourself. Yeah, we get outside and do stuff in the yard or go for walks and stuff like that, but... Yeah. Minus the four-wheelers. Oh, man. I hate them four-wheelers going up and down our road. <laughs> Minus the four-wheelers going down the road. Yeah, we'll be sitting home trying to watch a movie, and all of a sudden you hear them revving up the four-wheelers going up and down the road. It's almost every day. Well, that's the uh, perk to living in the woods. Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> not really the woods, but living out there where they think it's okay. Yep. But. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, so it's weird, man. It's like <coughs> I'm off. I'm off from work for eleven days. I ain't gotta go back till April 9th. I'm off for two days. I got to go back Monday. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy, man. Like with all the shit going on, they still got us like dealing with people at the airport. For y'all that don't know, I work at the airport. I really can't say what I do, but I gotta interact with people. And believe it or not, people are so stupid right now. They don't care that the coronavirus is out there and they're just flying out anyway. They're like, oh, the flight's cheap. It's only $85. We're gonna go see grandma. And I'm like, so you're flying to see grandma and then you're gonna give her the coronavirus. You know. That's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, crazy. They're not thinking about it like that. You know? They're not like, oh, oh I, I don't have any symptoms. You know? And yeah. then they travel all over the place. I'd love to go out and see my family, but I'm not going to go out and buy, you know, even though the tickets are cheap now. Yeah. I'm not going to buy a ticket and take the risk going out and seeing family. You know, my sister has cancer. Yeah. Yo, what if something happened? That I, wouldn't I don't be good. Be blame. Yeah, because if you was to go over there, whether you were showing signs or not, and you had it, and you seen your sister, and gave it to her, and then it made her sicker because of that. Because yeah. she's already got the cancer stuff going on. Or just flying on a plane with other people. You don't know what they got. That's true. That's what I'm saying. Like, people are people are flying out, and they're just like, oh, flights are cheap. I'm about to fly out right now. And I'm like, well, that's stupid and selfish. You know, I want to see my family, but I'd rather, you know, for everybody's safety, it's best I wait till things clear, yep. clear over. Yeah, I mean, it just it just doesn't make sense to me that people are just like whatever. I'm gonna keep going here and there or whatever. You see something over there? <laughs> <A> Christmas sauce. <laughs> Man, I've had the Christmas sauce on the table since fucking Christmas. <laughs> I think like my cousin. She's pretty cheap, and she bought me every year for Christmas. She always buys me like cheap ass shit, and I, I appreciate the gesture. You know, it's like you know, it's better to give than to receive type thing. You know, but at one point, I'm just like, just stop giving me shit if it's gonna be like <laughs> two dollars <laughs> type shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm okay. I appreciate the gesture. You know, like one year. Back when people used to watch, well, actually, DVDs was already out, and I got a fucking VHS for Christmas from her. Oh. Fucking Terminator Judgment Day <laughs> on VHS after DVDs have been out, and I was like, "What am I supposed to do with this? I don't even have a VHS player no more." <laughs> and then she gave me something like a, a Walmart brand, uh, the little ninety-nine cent black bod body spray shit and it smelled like fucking catnip <laughs> I was like I was oh, like oh man. thanks man love you <laughs> you know it's like I don't want this shit I think I ended up 
like giving that shit to Goodwill or something. But like every year it was something like that. Something. And I, I finally told her, I said, look, man, I love you to death, but don't give me shit no more for Christmas. Because <laughs> I don't want that shit. If it's gonna, if you're just going to give me cheap you're shit. You're just wasting your money. Yeah, I don't, I don't want it. And not trying to be like rude or mean, but like I just, what am I going to do with that? Just, it's like my uncle and them, they'll give me a gift card to like Walmart or uh, Old Charlie's or some shit like that. At least you can do something with yeah, that. Yeah, at least you can go there and like get a meal or something. Yeah, that's just, I don't know. <laughs> they always been, well, it's just like my aunt, my aunt and uncle, when my uncle died, they had money, a little bit of money, but they would always give my cousin, which was, I guess, their grandkid or something like that, they would always give him all this nice-ass shit, and then for Christmas, I would get, like, a pair of socks and a ten, <laughs> $10 bill or some shit. And I was like, what the fuck? You know, you're my favorite nephew, but here's $10 and a pair of socks. <laughs> you know, shit like that. What about you? You ever get any shit like that? Well, growing up, my dad left when I was five. So, you know, but. That's when you lived but, in Utah, right? Yeah, lived in Utah. Utah. <laughs> so I didn't really know my dad a whole lot growing up but I do remember when I was real little at first when Christmas or stuff would come around you know we'd go we had to go to his house he wouldn't come see us mm-hmm. and uh, I have a half brother and sister that yeah after he got remarried and stuff Go over and see all the stuff that he got for for them. And yeah. I get a sweater. But it'd be nice shit for them, huh? Oh, yeah. He spent hundreds of dollars, maybe spent $10. Well, on that me. was your real dad, right? That was my dad, yep. Has he tried to, like, rekindle shit, like, since then? Or? Well, all this was, that I remember from Christmas, that was, I'd probably... I hadn't even reached 10 yet. And then uh, he kind of just quit having to do anything with us. Yeah. Till I forgot about, uh, it would be about 15 years ago. He started a little bit trying to talk to people. About the last little bit, he tried to, uh, Apologizing for the past, wanting to get to know us better. But, but it's really weird because he uh, wanted everything to be as if he was always there for us, that we still needed to go to him. We needed to be the ones calling him. So he was still being selfish, even though he was in the wrong. But he wasn't there. He wasn't a dad for us. But then he all of a sudden wants to be part of us. But it has to be us going to him. He should have been the one. needs to work both ways. He should have been the one showing initiative to try to rekindle things. Because he's the one that left. Yep. Because anything that was... uh, like if there's anything where there's like a father and son 
thing going on. He never came to. Is I usually went with my friend's dad and his dad. You don't just go back and then just try to realize, try to say that you realized you you've missed part of your kid's life, but yet expect them to accept that. You gotta try to like show some kind of like initiative or yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? Like some kind of like okay, I know I messed up. Let me show you that I'm trying. Yeah, you don't say I messed up, but you need to come to me now. Yeah. Now, if we don't, if, if me and my brothers and sisters don't go to him or call him, he never calls us. He'll, he'll regret that. Yep. On his last days, he'll regret that. But I think that's sad, man, because... You know, no matter what happened, you know, now he's got grandkids and stuff, you know. He don't even know his grandkids. Yeah. He's never tried to get to know them. And that would be something that he should try to do, but he'll regret it. Up until this last Christmas, I still called him several times a year. Father's Day, birthday, he talk to and everything. You and he talks for a couple minutes and... That's about it. But he's never really well, what does attempted he say? to get to know his kids. Like when you talk to him, what does he say? Like, hey, how you doing? That's it. Well, he asked me how I'm doing, but then he brags about everything about him. It doesn't right. talk doesn't talk about anybody else or ask about anybody else. My kids don't even know who he is. It's his grandpa. But I've tried. Sad to say, he's going to go a lonely person. Yep. But I hate that. But my kids know that I'm there for them. And that's how you made the example by not doing them as yep. you were done, you know. But see, I never had that. Like my my parents always been there, even though my dad kicked me out of the house a bunch of times. <laughs> but you know, they always been there, whether I was in trouble or whatever. Even though I was like, oh, I hate them. They fucking won't let me do nothing. You know? Yeah. But. Like, I'll always be there for my kids. And that's good, man. And they'll always say, hey, my dad was always there. Yep. They can't say nothing else. But. That's just crazy, man. The last time I talked to my dad was. I called him wished him happy birthday in December. Damn. And that was it. Haven't heard from him since. Been almost four months. Yep. So when you went when you went to Utah not too long ago, did you see him? Yeah, we made a point to go to his house to yeah. to visit him. I took my kids. How did he act like towards your kids and stuff? He was okay to them, but then the next day he posts stuff on Facebook about everybody that he wasn't invited over to a barbecue that we had at my sister's. But he he had mentioned before I even flew out to Utah that he wouldn't 
be coming over if we had to get together with everybody because he doesn't talk to everybody. Well, then he put on Facebook. He was mad at y'all. He was mad him. that he wasn't invited, but he's the one that told me that he wasn't going to be, wouldn't come. And he's the only one that we, you know, we stayed at my sister's. He's the only one that we went out of our way to make sure we visited. Well, next time, if there is a next time, he'll be like, hey, look. We're going over there. You're invited. So if you want to be stubborn and stay at home and talk shit on Facebook, you know. Yep. That's his problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It's kind of like he was like wanting somebody to beg him to come. Even yep. after he said he didn't want to go. Yep. He knew what was happening. He just wanted to make himself look like the victim. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there like that. Look at old girl that I used to be with. She was always a victim. I was the one that, <laughs> I was yeah, the one that was always doing the wrong shit, you know? Yep, ain't that the truth. Mm-hmm. You know? Try and do another shot? Yes. All right. What's that smell? There's something on the table, man. We're about to take a break and do a shot real quick. Well, we're still alive, but, you know, Mike, you can entertain them. So what do y'all think about the price price in China? What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, more positive note, you know, all my family lives out west in the northwest. I'm the only one that moved away. Yeah, but you had to, right? Because of certain circumstances. Yep. We ain't gonna say it out loud. <laughs> Get homesick sometimes. Want to be back visit my family. Yeah, but I think this last time that you went. Was like a good homesick thing, you know, because you know when you went back, you, it was kind of like you got to you were homesick, but you got to like see everybody again. Yep. So it kind of like <laughs> made you okay for a little bit. Yep, for now. Of course, I want to go back out and visit now, but not with what's going on. There's no way I'll do it, even though the ticket price is cheap. There's only one left, so we got to split it. Well, right now, the tickets are cheap, man. Yeah, but money is everything. I want to see my family again, but... I'd hate to pay money for a ticket and still have things going on. I'll tell you what I'll do. This is mine right here. I'll just make it even like that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, just think, man. As much as I didn't want to leave my family, I was about to move. And I'm kind of glad I did, though, you know? Yep. 
That situation was a little different though. <laughs> yeah. A lot different. <laughs> That's true. That is true. That situation was like, I was gonna go even though my gut was telling me, uh, don't do that shit. <laughs> and I mean, as much as I love the beach, man, like Virginia Beach, the boardwalk, that ocean. Oh, that's nice there. Man, you know, from when I took you down there, that ocean, <laughs> just think, if you lived out there, weekends, whenever, I'm going to drive 20 minutes and go to the boardwalk, and I'm going to go down to Waterman's and get an orange crush. Remember that orange oh, crush? Oh, that orange crush was oh, good. Oh, my God, that shit was so good. Go down there, get an orange crush, and then walk the fucking boardwalk. And all down It was the cold that day, though. Well, yeah, but, I mean, when we went, it was like, what, February? February. <laughs> but, like, that shit was, just imagine, though, living there. And you could go to all those spots and just go, like here, you got to drive two, three, four hours to go to the fucking ocean and breathe in fresh ocean air and it get away from it. At least three hours for the nearest. Yeah. It's like Myrtle Beach is three hours and 30 minutes. Hilton Head's like, what, two and a half, three hours. Savannah's two hours and some change. What are you making the, the thing where you go, uh, <laughs> Red, blue, yellow, green. Do you remember that in school? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you made the paper thing where you like, uh, pick a color. Blue. B-L-U-E. Pick a number. <laughs> One, two, three, four. And then you flip it up and be like, pop yours, penis. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. But the boardwalk, you know, it was nice. I wish... That, that time we went, I wish I didn't feel sick because I don't know what happened that night where I woke up and I didn't feel good. Where was that we were going to go? Like? We was going to go to that, that bar that was down there next to that hotel she worked at. Because that, I've been there before and they played, they had good music, DJ and shit. It was like a local place. And it was right there. But, you know, the whole time we was there, she was so fucking jealous that we couldn't even like I couldn't even show you Virginia Beach because of her. Because you had to be there talking to her. Yeah, like... Her, while she was working. While she was working. Yep. Remember, we ate that sushi place. That shit was good, though, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. What was the name of that place? Uh, I don't remember. Kansan Jigama? It was something, you know. But that shit was good. That sushi was good as hell. I think I ate there, like, twice. What was the name of that place? I can't remember, but if I ever go back to Virginia Beach, I know exactly where it's at. It's over there by the Neptune statue and shit. Remember that big-ass Neptune? Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it was, like, right there. But that fucking Waterman's, because you remember we had the orange crust, because you got to get that, because that's the traditional shit. But you remember that <laughs> other one we got? <laughs> you got? You about got it made. Remember the other one we got that tasted even better? At that same place, they were like, "Well, you know, you want to try this one." It was a, uh, it tasted like um, uh, like a high C or some shit. I'm trying. Oh, I can't remember. Cause remember we had the orange crush one. Yep. And then we went on that menu and we ordered another one that was like along the same type, but it was a different flavor, and that one was better. And now I was like, okay, we need to fucking walk back before we get drunk and <laughs> sitting in here. 
How many tiles do I have to? <laughs> oh, man, that's man. a huge ass charger, man. What does this shit charge like 85s? You can plug two cords into the back. This shit is a fucking charger on steroids. <laughs> oh, this shit's made in China, man. Uh -oh. This is made in China. Does it have the virus? <laughs> that shit, you can. You can plug your phone up and that shit'll be fully charged in ten minutes. That's how big that fucking charger is. <laughs> What's that smell? See man? You're doing a good job, man. Look at that. Wow. Yeah, you know. You just Yeah, but we we trying to do this. It's weird, man, because, you know, I hadn't done a podcast in a long time. It's been a little while, but I figured, you know, with all this quarantine and social distance and shit that's going on. Lack of vagina. Yeah, that too. Even though we got to be at work. It's just crazy, like, it's, it's crazy how much shit you take for granted before. Because, yeah. like, now you can't even, you can't even go sit down at a restaurant you know you can't go you know what I think I'm gonna go eat some Mexican food today you can't even do that shit you can't go sit down and order and and talk to the waiter and shit like that two weeks they say but I think it's gonna be longer if you want food from a restaurant or whatever you call, yeah, call. and you wait three hours for <laughs> it to be delivered yeah I'm like we learned that lesson <laughs> tonight man Order from the fucking Domino's, and it took them three hours to bring me the shit. Cause the, number one, they forgot. The motherfuckers forgot. Cause when I called them, they're like, "Oh," I was like, "Yeah." But yeah, you can't. Like, you take all this shit for granted. You can't go. You can't go to no bars, clubs. You can't go sit down at a restaurant. Um, even the malls closed. The malls closed. Uh, some of the parks are closed. You can't even. Um, Pretty much all you can do is go to the grocery store until their hours close. And I mean, the liquor stores. We went to the liquor store tonight. The first the, one was closed. Yeah, the first one was closed, but it looked like it was open. And we went to another liquor store that I used to go to back in the day, pulled up, and I was like, okay, they still open. And it says uh, drive through only. And you pull up in the drive through, and they got gloves on. Which I get. But they got gloves on and you got a damn order through the fucking drive-thru. So if you don't know, you can't just go in there and go, oh, what kind of liquor y'all got? <laughs> you got to know what you want. Didn't even get ID. Yeah, hey. I ain't going to say out loud that, like, Mike did. But, yeah. I guess we look like some old geezers when we went through the drive-thru because people in front of us, they got ID. Might have been because they had a South Carolina tag. And they ain't supposed to be over here. You know what I mean? Nothing against South Carolina people. But I'm just saying. Because <laughs> uh, they can't drive. <laughs> but, yeah. But, you know. Had a pretty successful night. Successful week. Um, I stayed corona free this week, as far as I know. <laughs> Trying to be quarantined myself. Um... Normally, I just, I've been chilling at the house by myself, but I had Mike over tonight, you know, just to get him out of the house. 
We still practicing social distancing right now. He's sitting six feet away from me. And if you could see what he was doing that right now. That five and three quarter feet. Yeah. If you could see what he's doing right now, I wish I hadn't got to the point where I'm recording the podcast on video yet. <laughs> but you remember back when you was in elementary school, middle school, and you made the little thing out of paper and it opened like three, four ways. And you said pick a color, blue, yellow, whatever, and you go Y-E-L-L-O-W, pick a number, one, two, three, four, five, and you open up and it says some shit like, will you date me? Or do you poop in your pants? Like, whatever. And he's <laughs> over here playing with a napkin like he's got one of those toys. <laughs> I don't even know if they had those back when he was in school. Yeah. Just saying. I'm not that old. Oh, uh, yeah. How old are you? 33? Yeah, we'll say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but... I don't know, man. I remember my first beer. Don't touch my $2 sauce, man. <laughs> $2 sauce. But yeah, so we crushed a whole... Almost a case of damn Modelo's. Because there ain't no Crohn's over here, homie. We drink Modelo's. And, uh bottle of uh, tequila makes your clothes fall off yeah according to that country there. <laughs> the tequila silver but uh yeah I've been trying to you know get people on the podcast lately and I finally got Mike on there and I've been telling him hey I'm gonna bring you on the podcast and he's like oh, I don't know about that and I finally got his ass on there <laughs> see it wasn't even that bad was it I, don't, I never know what to say. Well, me neither. That's why we just talk shit. That's pretty much all it is. You just don't talk give me it. no shit. <laughs> no shit. I quit. Whatever it is you say. <laughs> That's it. I quit. No shit. There <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean, but I wanted to get other people on here, you know, so it's a little more interesting instead of y'all listening to me fucking ramble. Uh, you know, I'll make a topic. And then I'll go off topic after like two minutes of it and forget what the fuck I was supposed to talk about. But I just want to put out there, you know, with this corona shit that's going on now, just think about all the shit you took for granted. Being able to go sit down, eat, you know, go to concerts, go to clubs, whatever. You know, shit out there where people are mingling or whatever. And, you know, it's just, it's kind of like a reset, you know, it's a reset, like, you're kind of forced to be around family, sometimes that's a good thing, sometimes it's not, (laughs) but, but it makes you realize all the freedoms and shit that you used to could do, that you can't do right now, because of that, I think a good thing right now is, we probably would have spent a hundred dollars by now if we was out in public. That's <laughs> you, true. You know, we, <laughs> you know we would have because we'd be like, "All right, where are we going now?" You know. But uh, yeah, I just I just want to put out there like everybody be safe and you know, till this thing blows by. And, and if you don't have to necessarily go out and do things, don't do it. Like, don't put yourself out there for risk. But. uh because before we realized it was that bad, we was out there doing stuff. We was yeah. like, oh, this shit ain't coming. This shit ain't in Augusta, you know. 
But kind of scary now. Yeah, now it's like, hey, stay your ass at home. But then you got people like us that have to still go to work. So, it is what it is. But, uh, we did it, man. I think we did 36 minutes. That's pretty good. Right. You, you crushed your first uh, pod. <laughs> you busted your first podcast, Jerry. So, you'll be able to do more. But, uh, yes, uh, DJ Nikki B, old Mike, me and Mike in the, in the studio, and we're going to keep drinking, and we're going to holler at you. Peace out. Peace right. up. A-Town <laughs> down. Y'all got to stay safe. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Sanitize. And stay your ass at home for two weeks. Peace.